On today's show, I'm not even sure what's about to happen. We have a fun and exciting surprise show coming at you next. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Crossfire Faith and Gaming Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Russ Dornish, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Brian and the pastor, Reverend David Petty. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Yeah, doing no complaints. Well. How are okay. you doing, Russ? Well, uh, you know, I, I can't complain. I can't complain right now. You know, playing a lot of video games that's that's the fun part so nice. uh brian you have some ideas for today's podcast that me and david are not even fully aware of so why don't you go ahead and take it away that's right i have a uh, a series of questions for both of you okay. to answer and i have some of my own answers as well but i thought it would be fun just to spring some of these on you and then i think we have a a special surprise from Russ coming up at the end. That is true. That is yes. true. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, first question. Uh, you talked about music as a background element in a recent episode. It's it true. got me thinking about theme parks and how they have ambient music when you're walking around. Mm. If you could make a video game theme park or you had a theme park that had video game music as ambient music... What would you choose for that ambient music? So I think I'd do this in two parts. I think if I were to do a video game themed amusement park, everybody knows I'm a big PlayStation fan. I think you could do a PlayStation theme park. So a Sony theme park with all of the Sony IP characters, ideas, rides. You got uh, Last of Us, Uncharted. You've got, uh, you know, Death Stranding. You've got uh, Horizon. Spider-Man is it mixed in there now. Um, even some of, like, the third-party exclusives, like Final Fantasy, uh, you, could, you could, you know, do something with that. So I think that would be a really cool idea for a theme park. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't done something like that in Japan. I feel like that would be really, like, it would work really well there. Um, as far as music and background, and again, being the resident Disney lover, uh, you know, that resonates with me because that's one of my favorite parts about the Disney parks is the, you know, kind of background ambiance music of the Disney movies that are played, but instrumental tracks that are maybe more of like a classical version. So they're a little bit more subtle in the background. And then you just like sit there for just a moment. You all of a sudden can focus in on it. You're like, oh, that's what's playing. Um, so to me, that's the key to good uh, theme park ambiance background noise. So with that said, again, going back to it, I'm thinking, you know, uh, Last of Us, Uncharted, those have some really cool uh, instrumental soundtracks that I think would play really well. Um, then you have, of course, the number one game that I think has ever come out with ambient background music that is not supposed to overtake what is occurring, and that would be Death Stranding. Uh, I think it does a wonderful job of having some atmospheric ambiance music. Uh, so I think those would be my answers for those two ideas. Dave, what's what's your kind of answer for that? I I don't know that I have anything to add now. I, I you know, 
I was thinking like, you know, I was like, you could just have a theme cart theme park. That's just like Iceland and it's just death stranding, but it's just Iceland. Um, cause isn't it, you know, it's a lot of like Iceland anyway. Um, no, I, you know, originally I was thinking, isn't there like a Mario theme park or like a theme park that incorporates Mario elements in it already? Is that a thing? There is universal. Yep. Okay. Yep. Universal has Mario world. So I was thinking, you know, like a Nintendo world, you know, you could have all of the Nintendo things. Uh, you know, Sony, obviously, I think is another great example. Uh, I just think it would be great to incorporate more elements of video game uh, interactivity into theme parks, which we're seeing a little bit of things like the Toy Story uh, shoot 'em game. What is it called? The Toy Story Pier. I think it's Midway Mania. Midway Mania. Midway Mania. There <laughs> yep. you go. I'm, Midway I'm Mania. Totally you know, grasping at straws here. Um, but like the midway mania or, uh, there's, I feel like there's other theme parks that have a very similar attraction with, you know, little shooty things, but it'd be neat to try to incorporate other elements that might be common in video games into theme parks. So, uh, and then as far as the music goes, yeah, I think absolutely anything that you can do for ambiance, obviously Disney does this best in terms of the, not just the theming of a ride, but the theming of a ride in a themed land in a themed area that like, is you know everything about it from the fruit trees down to the music that's being played and you know the type of characters that are walking through um so i i would love to see more of that type of thing with an eye towards games instead of just uh movies so yeah and russ absolutely nailed the like spirit of this question which was that like you you just you're not really paying attention to the music, but it's there when you're in a theme park, and then you realize, oh, the theme to Up is playing right now. Like I just that tune like was in my head, and I was just all of a sudden I just realized what it was. Um, so I was thinking along the lines of what video games if I was walking around and and it were playing in like an instrumental like like you said, Russ, like kind of an orchestral version of that song. Uh, you know, what things would be like, oh, wait, it's it's Stardew Valley's theme song is playing right now. Or the other one I thought of was uh, like, that's very recognizable to me is like Terraria. Like if, if that started playing, da, 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 I'd be like, oh, wait, wait, Terraria is playing right now, you know. So uh, those were a couple fun ones for me that, uh, you know, if there were a theme park that somehow had those themes or yeah. didn't even have those themes, but those songs were playing, I would be like, oh, wait. I just realized what's playing. Let me get really specific here uh, for a a pseudo answer to this. I was thinking about it as you were talking. I think somebody out there should make a horizon zero dawn slash horizon forbidden West themed ride. I think that landscape would lend itself well to a really cool landscape for like where the roller coaster was going through and those big animatronic giant creatures would be amazing to, to see in real life size, like, Somebody out there, go do that. It's Six Flags Magic Mountain or, you know, Bush Gardens or something like that. Make it happen. I, I think as an expansion to Mario, Super Mario World that's going on with Universal, if Universal was smart, next land, Pokemon Land. Like, Pokemon Land. Can you imagine? And you know what you do for the ride, too? Here we go. Here we, here we go. Got it all set up. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap because it oh, is really a ride. Good. The whole game is a ride where you take photos. So why not have like a uh, you know like a, a, a almost a gun, but it's for shooting you know pictures. Cameras. Yeah, it's a and the whole like think yeah. of how cool it would be that you know you swivel around, you swivel your car around, you get pictures, you get scores just like you do in the 
the Toy Story Midway Mania, the Spider-Man ride at Disney World, um, California Adventure. Like, you could totally set that up, and that thing would kill. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Yeah. yeah that's you great. heard it here first, folks. When you see that happen, it was Russ's idea first. That's right. We're yep. giving that uh, idea away. Please trademark steal. and oh no, copyright that, right now. Trademark <laughs> all of it. We, this is the video recording to prove it. When they put that ride out, and we know that on October sixteenth, twenty twenty three, Russ copyrighted and trademarked it via this uh, podcast. Uh, we're gonna get some residuals and money. Okay, <laughs> done. Russ has just ensured it'll never happen. <laughs> okay, all right. The next question for both of you. Uh, what cool gaming item or collectible have you picked up along the way? Yes, we, we did know about this question because you, you got us to. I have a lot um, and right, you well, can see let, it behind let me. Start, me. There's my... can, can I start this one since I just have very few? Yeah, yes. let's go to David I'll, first. I'll start go, this one because I've got so ahead. few. So I, I love the idea of collectibles. Like I've always wanted to have like a shelf full of stuff, but I'm also a, like super pragmatist and I, I just have never acquired a shelf full of stuff. So, uh, the things I've acquired are more accidental. So the three things I want to show off first off, uh, rest in peace stadia. I have a stadia founders edition controller. My camera's not full. There we go. Stadia controller. This will be a limited edition someday because there were only some of us that ever bought it. Um, the second thing, which is not really gaming related, but it is one of my favorite uh, archives from history. And that is my Apple Newton message pad. Okay. Which uh, was a predecessor to nice. all um, tablets, you know, Palm pilot things and really a predecessor to the smartphone. If you want to go way back. Um, and actually I think still works if it had batteries in it, I would boot it up and show you, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it has batteries. And then last but not least is my wife's actually, and it is her copy here that I'm sure we could not get to run unless I had a very old computer to run it. And that is a, uh, cracked front copy of SIM copter, right in the jewel case. There you go. SIM copter. The greatest helicopter simulation game ever made in the late 90s. As we know, it's not an authentic jewel case unless it's cracked. That's, they all cracked. Like, <laughs> all right. There was no way to avoid it. So I'm so, gonna, all right, Russ. I'm going to jump in front oh, of Russ yeah, here because he's got like a million things. <laughs> and I, I just have one thing, and it, it's actually behind me right here. It's this, uh, it's this Warcraft 3 collector's edition that I picked up ages ago. So that... Very that sits nice. on my shelf. It's got a lovely uh, bunch of little goodies in it, uh, and it is it is super fun to look at. Uh, even though I didn't actually love Warcraft Three that much, <laughs> too bad. All right, Russ, you're up. Well, I mean, besides the fact that I just have a very massive collection of uh, old school games, being a game collector myself, uh, obviously the Turtles in Time machine behind me. Um, uh, one of my favorite things, uh, I have my glass case, which is full of all my collector's edition. The way that I usually worked with collector's editions was it had to be, or I really just do it for PlayStation exclusives. So the big one is my Ellie uh, Last of Us 2 statue. I've got the elephant from Horizon Forbidden West. I've got uh, Nathan Drake from Uncharted. 
the Ghost of Tsushima mask from uh, that collector's edition. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where that goes. Then the big one that I picked up most recently, um, which did take two years, by the way, to to ship, uh, is this right here, which is the uh, Shredder's Revenge uh, from Limited Run. Uh, so this one is not even like the official like collector's edition that you could get like day and date. They pre-ordered this and then they had to make all of them and it was very in limited supply. Uh, it includes a VHS style case for the game. Uh, the game also comes sealed in like a uh, uh, action figure casing. Um, there is a coupon in here for a free pizza from Pizza Hut as well. Uh, wouldn't be a wouldn't be a turtles collector's edition without some actual pizza. And then the big thing in here is there is an original uh, mold from the uh, the Kenner playset of the Shredder action figure. So uh, a ton of really interesting things there. I don't know if I'm going to open it because um, there's just a lot of little pieces and things like that. I just I don't know what I would do with all the little pieces of how I would, you know, put them up my my glass case is pretty much full with all my playstation stuff um so right for for right now it's gonna it's gonna sit in that box and uh, i'm gonna figure out what i'm gonna do with it but yeah i i love my collectibles i love i mean uh, i love my game room i love coming in here having all my games having stuff that represents who i am as a person who i am as a gamer um you know it's it's a really awesome space that i have you know with my movie posters and um, TVs and old consoles and games and my office setup and, you know, pictures and all sorts of stuff on the wall. So this is kind of my own space and domain. I'm lucky to have it. Um, but yeah, you know, when it comes to gaming collectibles, that's that's right up my alley. I am not, however, getting the uh, the Spider-Man PlayStation, uh, Spider-Man 2 Collector's Edition. Really? Uh, they upped the prices big time okay, on it. Okay. Um, and the statue is massive. So I, I get it. Uh, only problem is I have nowhere to put it. It is like a, you know, very tall statue this time around. I do have my Spider-Man 1 Collector's Edition statue, which is in the glass case. But this one looked really cool. I don't know. I might pick it up if, if I see. Sometimes here's the other thing I need to tell people out there when it comes to Collector's Editions. Sometimes they sell out. Okay. the There are plenty of uh, cl uh, Collector's Editions out there that are actually collector's items. They are things that people will pay a big price for because they are not uh, easily found. Um, the original Last of Us had a collector's edition that was very in limited supply, not available, uh, and it's very hard to get, very expensive online. Um, the Last of Us Part 2 one, I got it knowing that the first one was so highly collectible. That one was on sale, was constantly being sold for numerous years, like, you know, a couple years after the game came out. So not as collectible. It's kind of a hit and miss on it, to be honest. Um, sometimes they do go really limited with it. Like um, the Spider-Man one, the collector's edition been in, in uh, stock for a very long time. So I have a feeling I might be able to pick that up down the road. But uh, yeah, just some, you know, tidbits and things. But if it's a game you really love, if it's a series you really love, Highly recommend, you know, picking up that collector's edition a little bit different than the new the new trend, which is and, and I don't know, I might bring up another question, but the new trend is the hundred dollar edition of games that allow you to play the games early mm. or as I like to say, and a lot of people in the gaming industry are talking about it, 
you're just playing the game on the release date and everybody else who buys the original edition is being delayed. Mm. That's the truth. Um, and so I'm not a fan of those editions. I'm not a fan of the early editions. I'm not a fan of the, you know, here's, you know, a couple skins. Here's some in-game money. Well, those here's, are usually you know, digital, that right? stuff. That's, pay $100. It's all digital content. Yeah, they're yeah. digital only. No, no. Um, so I, I mean, I would do it if, well, and that's the other thing we, we go in a completely other way. That's really making me mad about collector's editions. A lot of collector's editions nowadays are not even, they're not even coming with the game physically. They're coming with a code of the game. What's, what's hilarious to me is most of those collector's editions come with steel books for the disc without a disc. There's no disc. You're just getting a case to look at with no disc. (laughs) No, nothing. Um, that's the new trend. The Case Horizon Forbidden code. West one. That was a digital release. I have a steel book for it. I have the statue. The game was digital. It did not have a physical copy release. Spider-Man is the same way. Um, and it's kind of the new trend that's been happening. So two big things in the gaming industry when it comes to collectibles and collectible items uh, that I'm not loving the direction we're going. But, you know, that's just me and my old physical media self as i you know am an old dinosaur that's going slowly extinct yeah i still i remember almost getting that uh, ellie collector's edition statue i was so close to buying it yeah it's good it's good it's gorgeous it's gorgeous yeah. it's probably it's probably the statue. best one that i have yep mm. and then you didn't <laughs> No, all, I right. all right good more of a pragmatist a I, just, I just have jesus back here this is a you know, jesus and this little playstation thing with <laughs> one of the lights is burned that's out. all you need david that's all you need that's right. all you need that's i mean you know this is what the podcast is all about right love is all you that's need right. god is love jesus <laughs> is god therefore jesus all you need mm, i love that all right got deep next yeah like going deep there next question uh, what's a game that you continued playing despite not liking it? So this would be a game maybe you felt bad after playing because other oh. players were so toxic, or maybe it's just really hard and frustrating, and you kind of just you just hated the way you felt after you played it. Yeah, what's a what's a game that you played and you just kept playing for some reason, but you didn't really like it? Hmm. Let's go with. Let's go with David first. It sounds like maybe he has an answer for this. You know, I think for me it is seasons within Rocket League where I get frustrated and I find myself just going, you know, I just need to get this thing. Uh, You know, I've talked about it before, right? We've talked about it on the podcast about gaming addiction. And, you know, for me it was like I just wanted to get that achievement. And, you know, I wanted to get the finish, the battle pass, the rocket pass. And, uh, you know, the one night that I stayed up until like five o'clock in the morning and I, I realized I'm losing sleep and I'm not having fun and I'm struggling to even get the achievements. Like why, why am I doing this? So I'm sure there were other games too, that I've struggled through. Uh, probably if anything else, there are so many games that I have not picked up for fear of not enjoying them as much as I think I would, um, that it just negates that whole thing, you know? I'm sure Russ has some. Yeah, well, and and as a as the resident trophy hunter here, you know, you get caught up in the okay. I need to finish this game. I need to hundred percent it. Whatever that looks like. I have a game 
that I actually did quit. I played a lot longer than I wanted to, and I've just given up with the fact that I'm not getting the platinum for it because I just hate it so much. Um, and that's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, I, 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 okay. I, I platinumed Odyssey. It took a hundred hours. It was a really long game. Did I enjoy some of it? Yes. Did it get a little repetitive at the end? Is it too big of a game? Yes. I was told by the developers in Valhalla that it was not going to be as long as Odyssey. They were going to, you know, shrink it down. Well, they lied. And not only did they lie, but they put in even more filler this time. So if you, you're somebody that has played the Valhalla Assassin's Creed, um, the way that it works is there's sections of the map and these are regions and you have to get those regions to like join your team um, and help them. So you go to each region, you complete like five or six missions to help like the head of that region gain control. It all leads up to a final battle for the control of that region and you rinse and repeat about 15 times. I'm not exaggerating. It's over and over again. I said, I'm done with this. I can't like it was just over and over. And I'm not the only one that thought that, which is part of the reason that Ubisoft released Assassin's Creed Mirage the way they did. It is a 15 hour game. I have already beaten it. Um, you can go check out the Let's Play on our YouTube channel. I have the entire story from start to finish over there um, in 11 parts. Uh, I'm about to platinum it. I literally have one trophy left um, that I'll probably finish off tonight later. Um, so, yeah, Valhalla hated it we'll probably not go back to it not not a fun not a fun time at all yeah David, i do have a, you, I do have a game that i do have one that you thought of. um I, so this is not a game that i stuck with but a game that i actually thought i would like started playing and decided to quit and that was uh man eater man eater i decided to quit and i think some oh. of it like you know in general like we and we've talked about violence in video games we've talked about uh you know that it depends on who you are and depends on what, uh, what that compels you to. And, you know, if you find yourself, uh, desiring for violence because you were playing a video game, that's not what happened here. I didn't want to become a shark and go eat people. Um, but I was thinking to myself as I was playing this game, you know, often in violent games, you know, you're, you're a army soldier and you're fighting other army soldiers or, you know, there's some sort of, usually there's some justification behind the violence, and, you know, this, I was just a shark eating poor, innocent people who didn't even know it was coming. And I don't know, there was something about that that was just a little bit too brutal for me. And I, you know, after a couple hours, I was like, no, I'm going to put it down. So that was a game that I did quit because I didn't like it. But I, I still can't think of one that I stuck with despite disliking it um, beyond Rocket League. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't have any specific Brian, examples do you have necessarily. Any? Yeah, I don't have any specific ones uh, necessarily, but I can think of another scenario where this happens. And, and I think I've had this maybe a time or two, but just can't think of the game. But there are times where you get in like a clan or a group and you're like participating in a game and you just kind of start liking it less and less. And like over time, it just becomes, it's almost like a job now. Where you're like, oh, but I gotta, like, my clan is counting on me to, like, you know, fulfill some obligation. I gotta do the daily or whatever, yeah. so my clan gets points or whatever. I, I, that totally happens in games. And it's like, where now you just have another job that is <laughs> like, why am I doing this? There is a reason I do not play those kinds of games. 
I was talking to somebody recently. They got all excited. They said, yeah, this game is great. You know, there's like stuff that just compels you to like want to log in every day. So you earn the things. And I was like, nope, I'm out. Like I do not need some game coercing me to play it more often. This is the last thing I need. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, I think all we right. had, we had a, a last minute activity. I realized we're kind of running into some time here. Are we yep. ready for that activity? Yeah, oh, okay, for, yeah, for we are. Activity? Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, this could be a new little feature, um, whether it's this exact topic or something else. I've got a couple other ideas, but Brian got my uh, juices kind of flowing. Um, but we're going to call this the uh, Crossfire Platinum game. Again, Russ, uh, Platinum uh, resident here. Uh, I currently have... Let's see, 105 Platinums. So uh, we are going to play a game. Um, I'm going to give you 10 games. I'm gonna, we're going to go one by one. You are, and do you guys have, you have something you can write this down on? We have, do we have, do we have, or type it? I can type I'm it. Thinking, I'm thinking that might work best. I think that I, might work best. My here's what we're gonna do. I don't want, yeah. I, I don't want you guys, um, you know, your answers swaying the other person. So sure, I, I, sure. we're going to, we're going to go silent on this. Okay. And then once I give you the answers, I'll let you know more about the answers as well. So, um, I'm going to give you the games. You simply say whether Russ is platinum or not, write it down. Okay. Um, once we get done with this, uh, I will let you know the answers and we'll talk about it. Okay. So ready? Wait, really quick before yes. we do this, Yay. just in case somebody's listening who has no idea what a platinum is. Can you tell them what that is? Yes. Mm. Uh, a platinum trophy signifies that you have completed a series of tasks in a specific game. So you collect trophies in games for doing certain tasks, completing levels, beating games in certain difficulties, uh, beating the story, things like that. And if you collect all of them that are in the list, you get is what is called a platinum trophy. Um, so it's not a hundred percent. There are sometimes DLC trophies that do not have anything to do with the platinum, but the base game leads up to a platinum trophy. Okay. Um, Brian, you good? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. I'm ready. David, you're good. Okay. Okay. First game. My name's Mayo three. My name's Mayo three. All right. That is a game. I'm not going to throw any curveballs of I'm no assuming games. It's that is the a game. sequel to My Name is Mayo 2. But <clears throat> and My Name okay. is Mayo 1. The classics. Mm, okay. The classics. We'll talk I about that in a I second. I have my answer. Okay. I'm locked in. Locked in. Uh, okay. La Last of Us Remastered. Okay. okay. I'm locked in. Okay. Same. Batman Arkham City. All right. These are all real games, right? Okay. You're not you're not just gonna like throw something yep. out there. I, 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 no, I said that. I am, okay. These are all sure. gonna be real games. We'll talk about it in a second. Nope, don't worry. <clears throat> okay. Uh the next one, and this one is one you probably would have been like, this that's not a real game. Uh Taco Master. It is a game uh on the PlayStation. It, it is about you making tacos. Um Among all the, the Sims other great Four food games. The Sims That's right. 4. Okay. The okay. Sims 4. Got my answer for that one. Next up, Fallout 4. Good old Bethesda, Fallout 4, classic game. Some say better than 3. Some say 3 is the better one. Nobody says it's better than 3. Nobody says that, Russ. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, Far Cry Primal. Okay. 
Dave, I know you uh, beat this one. I did. You spent a lot of time on this game. Yeah. Yeah, Far Cry Primal. Okay. Okay. And then uh, next one is Bioshock Remastered. First one. Okay. Next one. Sifu. Sifu. The very difficult martial arts indie game that came out. Which, by the way, if you've not played it, it is on Game Pass as well. Uh, highly recommend that you check it out. Highly recommend. Okay. And mm-hmm. last but not least, Death Stranding. I think I know the answer. A little curveball in there for Dave. He thinks he knows the answer, but does he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, ballots down, okay. hands down, all that fun stuff. Yep. Okay. Um, first one, my name's Mayo3. Is it a yes or is it a no? We'll do, we'll do thumbs up, thumbs down, and I'll yeah, say, and then, you know. What, and then what you, you, could say, you could say three, two, one, and we both say it at the same time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's good. Th- okay. Ready? Yeah. I'll, I'll thumbs up uh, and thumbs down okay. too. Three, well. okay. Three, two, one. Yes. No. No. Oh. I have platinumed. My name is Mayo One and Two. I have not gotten the third okay. yet. I thought it was an easy platinum, like the first. No, so. uh, it, right. is, it okay. is. I I haven't gotten it yet. I I've got to pick it up when it's on sale for like two bucks. It's on uh, list list. now. The next one. Okay, Last of Us Remastered. Has Russ platinumed Last of Us Remastered? Yes or no? One, two, three. Yes. Yes. No, I I have not. I am this close. I am only missing the multiplayer trophies. As you guys know, I do not like multiplayer that game had multiplayer trophies. It's one of the only ones that a PlayStation exclusive had multiplayer trophies. I did, however, Platinum Last of Us Part 1, which is the PS5 remake of the game, uh, because it did not require multiplayer. Gotcha. Gotcha. gotcha okay. okay. So, uh, zeros on that one. Okay, yeah. next one. Batman Arkham City. Three, two, one. Yes. Yes. That is a no. I have not oh. platinumed. I have platinumed <laughs> Batman Killing Arkham us. Asylum, and I have platinumed Batman Arkham Knight. Okay. Not City. City is a nice very difficult platinum. Yeah, I, I by knew the way. that you very had, difficult. I think I knew about Arkham Asylum, but I did not know about City. I just guessed. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Asylum's not easy, but City got they they upped the difficulty way too high for me. Um, with the challenge, so Matt could not three. could not do it. I'm over three, right. and you're over three. Yeah. Okay, next one, Taco Master, Taco Master. Three, two, one. Yes, yes, and it is a yes. Ooh, I have platinum right. Taco Master. Taco Master uh, was platinumed on the PlayStation Vita. It is a fun little indie game where you make tacos and a taco. Is is it an easy platinum, Russ, or did you just love the game? Uh, it 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 is, and it's not. It takes a lot of effort and work, and you've. I mean, think of think of Overcooked. Like there mm. is no easy mode either. There's just no like change in difficulty. Sure. So, um, not extremely hard. I I will say most of my platinums rate at about a four or five okay. out of ten or below. Uh, anything beyond that usually okay. means multiplayer or a really hard difficulty spike. 
Um, next up, The Sims 4. Am I a Sims player? Three, two, one. No. I no. have platinumed oh The Sims 4. It By takes way, for, about... For the, for yeah. the audio version, David also said no. I also said yes. no. Yeah. And I am wrong. The, uh, I've only gotten one right so far. This is terrible. The uh, the Sims 4 is a two-hour platinum, by the way, guys. Uh, it's a very no. easy platinum. Um, <laughs> it pretty much just you follow these steps and you get it. It's it's very easy. Okay, I, I spent more time this than that a little on bit bigger. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch, and that doesn't have a platinum trophy. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay, Fallout 4. up next, a much bigger game that takes a lot longer, and that would be Fallout 4. Three, two, one. I'm going to vote no. No. The answer is yes. Russ has platinum Fallout 4. He has platinum Fallout 4. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was an interesting platinum. Uh, it took a long time, but I did it. Okay. I have not platinum Fallout 3, though. Okay. Okay. Uh, Next up, this one's a big one because Dave has... Okay. Did you platinum this? Far Cry I, I was just looking because I, I played it on Steam, and so there's no platinum, but there's the, like, what achievements... Did you 100% it? Well, yeah. I'm trying to figure out where that... That thing okay. that tells you if you did So Far Cry Primal 3, 2, 1. I'm going to vote yes. I say yes. And Brian votes yes. And that is a yes. I have right. done Far Cry Primal. Uh, worked on that one. Took quite a while. Uh, takes a lot of grinding. Oh. Um, Seemed like a game that up, had a limited enough scope that you would have platinumed it. It does. But when it's a limited scope, then they have to do something else to build out the, the list. And so it's usually like complete 20 of these complete 30 uh, of these kill 20 of these, you know, things yeah, like that. Yeah, so, yeah. um, Fun. next up Bioshock remastered. You're going to count us down. Give us the count. Three, two, one. Yes. Also. Yes. The answer is yes. Mm, Russ has excellent. Done. Now, now we're Bioshock now we're making remastered. progress. Now we're cooking with. And gas, I am planning say. on eventually attempting uh, two and three of Bioshock here uh, shortly. So, okay. Uh, okay. Next one, the difficult martial arts indie game Sifu. Have I platinumed Sifu? Yes or no? Three, two, one. I'm gonna vote yes. I said yes. The also. The answer is yes. Okay. All right. Okay. In fact, I, Brian, I, I believe you I thought I, one point lead. I thought I remembered you talking about that. Uh, he's got a two our, point uh, lead. I've, something like that. A two point lead. Okay. I've gotten one, two, three, four, five wrong so far. Okay. We're on the last one. So five, you're five. at four and five. Yep. That makes sense. Four, right. And then Brian, I think you have six, right? I think that's it. Okay. I think okay. I have five, but we'll, we'll keep uh, going. Oh, that's what I thought. So you're only one up. You're yeah, only, only up, up on one. Dave. Okay. Next and last, uh, Death Stranding. Have I platinum Death Stranding? Let's see if David will go with the, the curveball here. Three, two, one. No, you never did. I said yes. The answer is did no, and yeah. we have a tie. We have yeah. a tie. Yeah, because I platinum I still... Death Stranding, and you... Got close, and then I remember I you back. Still yeah. I still haven't. I only I remember the... you being so close, it, and then I so I thought yeah. you crossed nope. the finish no. line. Oh, I was hoping versus... to throw that curveball. I knew Dave knew I had it. No. I wondered if he'd yeah. be like, 
Oh, maybe Russ finished it this week. That's why he's throwing it on this list. No, because um, I, I don't think you would have gone back. I mean, because you've been getting other things. Eventually, will. No, I mean, no, no. I've, I've you been, still have been platinum. Red I've been Dead, cleaning so. up. Okay. Oh, I'm not. I'm not platinuming Red Dead. <laughs> I have beat Red Dead, and that is all. You're gonna spend okay, five hundred hours doing something else. <laughs> that came. That's like two hundred and fifty hours of my life for a platinum trophy. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so it's a tie. Uh. I guess we'll just here's have to live with a give, tie. Give us a tiebreaker. No, no, here's throw, what we do. Russ, throw one more well, Brian, yes. Hold on. Russ picks a game and looks at the number of hours. David and I guess whoever's closest wins. Oh, of how Ooh, many hours Russ has spent in a game? Yeah. How hours has Russ put into? You know what? what I've got my did. PlayStation right here, and they have a great feature that now tells you the time uh, that you spent in a game. It's true. All right, you know what I'm going to do? Here, here's what we're really going to do. Sort by most played. Uh-huh. The game Russ has played the okay. most. FIFA. Um. Well, I'll I'll, I'll do platinum. Mm, okay, we're gonna do The Witcher Three. I have platinum The Witcher Three recently. Um. I've discussed how I did it, which kind of throws a curveball because if you remember. I played it at launch a long time ago. Never finished the game. Came back to it. But platinum. those hours aren't going to count, right? Your launch hours. This is just uh, how many hours it took you recently, right? No, no, no. This is my total time played inside of the game. Okay. 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 So we'll we'll do prices right rules. Okay. So you have to guess without going over. Yeah, go over. Okay. And so closest who goes first here. Uh, I'll give it. I'll no, give it to Brian. Let's write it down. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You can write, write it down. down. My answer. Yeah, so you're not doing the whole, you know, one dollar, Bob. Yeah, I just Uh, go one one hour. You know, (laughs) price is right. Okay, Um, I'm locked in. So this is total, including last time and this time. Total hours. Yep. Yep. Okay. When you're ready, you can reveal it uh, to the to the camera. All on one of us, Russ. Ready? Okay, Brian, what, what do you got? You both reveal it. Let's let's do a three, two, one, and everybody show. Okay, okay ready? Three, two, one, show. No, oh. uh, uh, I have David, what is that? What, what is that? Seventy-five hours. Okay, Brian. And I said I said ninety. I didn't do it on my phone, but I said ninety. Woo! Brian almost gets it on the nose. Ninety-nine Ooh. hours. Uh, I was thinking maybe like a hundred and some, but I thought no, maybe not that many. Because I knew over, it only took but... you like 30-something to platinum at this time. But... Yep, but I had already put like 40, 50 hours into it All by right. that point. So that's the game, everybody. There you go. Maybe there you we'll go. Uh, maybe we'll maybe that'll come up in a future episode. We'll see. I've, I've got some other game ideas. I've got some other fun uh, fun fun ideas. There's there's some things percolating, so. Okay. Make sure you come back for those fun and interesting games that we're going to play with games. For sure. All right, gentlemen. My, my last question. Do you have any final words for us before we go? David. Um, let's see here. I think that I'm going to try to be deep here because uh, we, you know, this podcast wasn't super deep. I'm going to try to get a little deep here. Which is, you know, throughout all of this, um, we we're talking about collecting stuff, collecting platinum trophies, 
Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of what are we collecting? And I, I think there's something to be said for the question as uh, people of faith, right? What is it that we're collecting as we go through our faith journey? Uh, we're collecting stories. We're collecting information. We're collecting knowledge. Uh, we're collecting perspective. Uh, so, you know, let's make sure that we're collecting the right things as we go through our faith journey, as we explore our faith, as we encounter one another in community, as we try to make the world a better place through the gospel of Jesus Christ for those of us who are Christians on this podcast. Um, and let's think about the good things we're collecting as we go through life. Those are my final words. Uh, I would like to just say and do a little self-promotion time for the podcast, but uh, make sure you guys are checking out our YouTube channel. We've got uh, a review for the Quest 3 going live at some point in the next couple weeks. We've got David's first impressions. We've got my Let's Play for Assassin's Creed. We've got a stream or multiple streams coming up for Spider-Man 2, which releases this weekend. Uh, for those of you who are listening in the future, that would be the week of October 16th. And then I'm also going to be doing a Let's Play series of Alan Wake 2. So if you aren't into spooky games and playing them, maybe you're into watching a really good spooky game and you'd rather watch. Uh, so make sure you guys uh, follow along on our YouTube channel and check out our podcast as always in all past uh, episodes. But uh, that's all I got. Brian, what is your final thoughts and words? I just wanted to thank you both for playing along with my silly game. Uh, I thought it was fun. <laughs> thought it would be a, a different way to mix it up. Uh, and hopefully all of you out there watching or listening enjoyed it. Um, so thanks very much. Great, great. Well, thank you guys again for joining us uh, for Crossfire Faith and Gaming podcast. And for my co-host, Brian and the Reverend David Petty, I'm Russ Dornish. You are loved. You mattered. You belong. God bless, and we will see you next time.